What's up? What's up, everybody? This is Carmine Davis, and you are listening to The Carmine Davis Show. Again. What a beautiful motherfucking day in the neighborhood. Inauguration. Oh, my God. We did it, y'all. We we did it, bitch. So far, like, that motherfucker is back in the fucking swamp with the rest of the like trolls and the everything unholy i went out earlier and walked my dogs like we always do every day and it just felt the air just felt so much better like i don't i don't know knowing that i know that we have such a long way to go but bitch it ain't as long as it was yesterday do you know what I'm saying? Like, oh my God. I'm so glad Trump was out that office and he went quietly. Like, well, not so quietly. Y'all saw those odd pardons. Including pardoning Wayne and Kodak Black, which I thought was like, but whatever. Like, I felt like it was like um the part where the supervillain, you know, he's getting beat, beaten up or... He's retreating, but then he unlocks these <laughs> the jail where all his, you know, other supervillains live. And lets them out, and now they're, like, joining some weird goon squad or something like that. I don't know. I'm sorry I'm yawning. I just got up from a little nappy nap. I've been sleeping so much with this change of weather. But anyway, you didn't come here to hear about that. You came here to hear the show. And if you are new to the show... Or if you're not new to the show and you're one of those weird um, stalker people who tune in every week but don't subscribe, go ahead and follow, rate, subscribe, hit that bell button, review and rate this podcast. Like I say, I don't do it for my health, honey. I don't do this for my health. Come on. You know, come on, come on. Let's get some act right in 2021. Join the family. Join the Carmine Davis family. I do it because I love you. You know what I mean? Every week I come in, these girls need some new content to get to work. They need some new, uh, something to kick you with on their way from work to decompress. Y'all need something to jog to. Y'all need something just to vibe to, to cook to. You know what I mean? Like people tell me they listen to my podcast fucking, you know? No, they don't. But they should. You should. Try it. You know, try to fuck to my podcast. See what happens. You know, I've been told I have a very smooth, sensual voice you know i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about i'm still half asleep let's get to the show <laughs> okay but yeah but before we get uh, before we get into this hot topic let's get a moment and talk about the fashions honey um now sergio hudson did let's just hop into it miss michelle obama <sighs> that burgundy or, or um it's a purple, it's like, um, I don't even know what you would call it. I know the appropriate term for it, so you fashionistas and all that. Give me a fucking break. It was beautiful. It was by Sergio Hudson. I need that belt, okay? Like, Sergio Hudson is a um, black fashion designer. Isn't that cool? And he also did Kamala Harris's um, look, for the inauguration 
I mean, child, like the fashions were like everything. I think this was one of the most beautiful inaugurations I've ever seen. Like Melania kind of tried to pull, you know what I mean? At the, but she did it all by herself. Like she tried, you know what I mean? Like, but whatever. Um, um, but Kamala Harris's nephew in law saw the show at the inauguration with a pair of Dior Jordan ones. Um, and there's a link of it in the description. If you didn't, if you, you didn't peep it, you want a hype beast uh, that didn't peep, um, peep the $10,000, um, reselling shoe. It's in the description. Um, the collaborative style was released in extremely limited qualities last year and is currently reselling for over $10,000 on the secondary market, 10,000 American dollars. Okay. So that was a cute shoe. Joe Biden and Kamala War, um, Harris were sworn in as the 46th president and vice president of the United States on Wednesday afternoon in an inauguration ceremony that was unlike any other we've seen due to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic and threats of violence from the right-wing groups. Things happily went off without a hitch on Wednesday in D.C., and one of the main people that sold the show was Nicholas Ajagu, you know, I'll butcher her name. Um, the husband of Kamala Harris's niece, Mina, who went viral when the sneakerheads on Twitter noticed someone going down the steps behind the podium in a pair of the Dior Jordan 1 highs. So, and he's kind of cute. Not kind of, he's very cute. So make sure y'all hit that description. Look at the link, check it out. Check Miss Kamala's, um, what is it, nephew-in-law? It's fine ass out with his two little daughters, it looks like. I mean whatever you know i need a daddy all right so let's go into the hot topic okay this hot topic is from no other than lovebscott.com shout out to lovebscott.com um Karucha chan asks court to freeze former manager's assets believes he squandered 1.4 million dollars she's owed child the reason why i love Karucha, first of all before we dive in and we because you know i don't I, because I didn't mean to read her. Like, I don't ever mean to, like, come across like I be reading people. So I feel like I should start that disclaimer. <laughs> Let's start that. Let's get this out the way. Okay. I love Karuchi. I love what she's done in her career after the fact. If you don't know who she is, um, I don't know if they describe who she is in the jump. Um, I mean, but Karuchi Tran is the former um, ex boyfriend of Bow Wow. I mean, not <laughs> not Bow Wow. <laughs> she is the former lover of ex. Um, her former. Let me get my mind. Let me. I want to <laughs> tread lightly. I don't want to. Okay. So she is the former lover of none other than Christopher Maurice Brown. You know, if you saw those videos of him, like popping up on her ass like a toxic um well he was a toxic boyfriend um she had that interview with a that was the first time i had ever heard her speak or any of us have ever heard her speak you got to look at that that was a pretty good interview um where she discusses the abuse and all that that she went through in the relationship but karuchi is bad like she's also stepped aside done so many things she's on one of my favorite shows on tv um claws 
with Niecy Nash. I thought that show was really, really cute. I loved it. So I like Miss Carucci. I actually like her. I like what she's doing in her career outside of it. She's got such a great personality. She's good people. She'd be hanging out with Christina Milian and they'd be smoking and looking fly. And they, you know, they're the it girls. So Carucci Tran is asking the court to freeze her ex-manager's assets, saying she fears he is spending all the money he allegedly stole from her. According to the court documents obtained by The Blast, Carucci is asking for an injunction against her former manager, Jacob York, and his company, Electric Republic. She believes he failed to pay her $1.4 million from projects. The two are in the middle of a nasty lawsuit. In the newly filed documents, Carucci says Jacob has refused to hand over accounting um, for her money even after being dragged to court. She says her ex-manager dragged out the court this case for weeks with the fake promises of a settlement. She recently learned Jacob has been having issues paying his own lawyer, which concerns her. Kirchner believes it indicates defendants squandered the monies fraudulently withheld from plaintiff and will either be required to liquidate assets in order to satisfy debts or will be incentivized to secret away such monies to place them beyond the reach of their creditors. Crucci hmm. signed with the management company in 2016. In her suit, she said she allowed Electric to collect her monies and take their 20% before sending it to her. Chris Brown's ex says she relied on her manager to provide her with the accurate accounting. She started to feel suspicious after learning her manager failed to pay her $267,000 owed from a personal appearance she made. After she found out, Crucci made her lawyer fire off a legal letter demanding the amount and accounting for all other ventures. Crucci reached out to her third-party makeup partner for an accounting of sales. Once she received the accounting, it showed her deal with ColourPop made $1,795,000,000 to what? Oh, wait, I'm. <laughs> Woo, a bitch is reaching. Okay, so it made. Okay, it made, made $1,795,026.33 in royalties, which her managers were to be paid $359,000.27, leaving her with. $1,436,021.06. Do y'all, are y'all following me? Like, I feel like I'm a butcher in these numbers. One, because I'm a little bit taken aback, and I'll tell you why. But um, she said the problem was her managers only paid her $276,000. Oh, the suit read, Electric had only paid Tran $276,003.90 accountable to the venture. Damn, they're, damn, thereby causing Tran to believe that the venture had only generated approximately $345,000. Wow, in total revenue, defendants encouraged this false belief by repeating, repeatedly misrepresenting Tran, to Tran that the venture had not been particularly successful and that her relatively low royalty payments were therefore to be expected. In truth, the venture had been one of ColourPop's most successful cosmetic lines to date. Uh, okay. She is suing for $1.4 in damages. Her ex-manager fired back at the lawsuit, denying the allegations. He claimed to have spent a ton of money to fund her lavish lifestyle and has he has 
was owed money for her expenses. He writes, defendants expanded considerable monies to launch, promote, and market plaintiff's fledgling career, including but not limited to paying plaintiff's monthly expenses, acting lessons, and funding her lavish lifestyle, to say the least. A judge has yet to rule. She might need to take another page out of Rihanna's book and hit them with the bitch better have my money. Oh, she might need to take um, a look at her own books. I'm very Oprah Winfrey to the bullshit. I and I apologize about messing up all those numbers. I, I just have a lot on my mind about this particular thing. Like, how do you? I mean, one. Mm, how do I say this? I'm not reading Karuchi. Full disclaimer, I love Karuchi. I think she's a beautiful girl. But clearly she's not that smart. How do you let some random man that you signed to in 2016, you probably never met before. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you let him talk you into overseeing your monies and giving you what Why would he give you, you know what I'm saying? Like, so basically, I guess my confusion is like, how would you let this nigga get your money first? Let him divvy and get what he, like a pimp. Basically, like, like he was your pimp. And I mean, like, does that mean like you allowed him to pimp you? And that's crazy as hell, girl. Like. No, girl, let's look through this money together. And then with no questions asked, so you thought you made $300,000, which I guess was a cute little payday, you know, for a ColourPop collaboration. But no, girl, check check, check it. Check the funds. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. I want to see all the receipts. I don't, I, I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't give a fuck what we doing. I want, sh- show me the receipts. I want to see the receipts. No way. I want to see the receipts. I want to see the receipts. My girl, like, normally, you know, like, you can, like, so you had no conversations with ColourPop about what the status is of your collaboration, like, with them. Like, you didn't ask about the sales. You let, yourself, you didn't let, you let this strange man you met in 2016 talk you out your money and that's crazy to me that's crazy no matter how she's like like i would let that man have it (laughs) i would if i was a judge i would let her that man run off with that money just to teach her a hard lesson like how do you feel like how do you trust some random man with your money Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I get, even the way that she even said it out loud, like, she would have the money sent to him first, allow him to take out his 20%, and then she would get the, he would send the rest to her. So I kind of believe what he's saying in the sense of maybe, you know, the girls, like I tell people all the time, the girl, it's not about, to me, it's always about the money. I don't care what anybody says. 
I want the motherfucking money. I don't fuck all that. I want to handle the business. It's me. Anybody who knows and ever worked with me, they know it's me. Like I want to know the business. I want to know what's going on. It's from the dirty details to uh the minuscule like anything. You know anything. I want to know what the fuck is going on. Like I might allow you. I might be a micromanager to a certain extent, but I'm not about to sit here and let uh, trust some strangers with my money. Like like who does that like who does that i don't give a fuck if it was a dollar bitch like how much how much oh okay well here's your 20 cents and here, give me my 80 my 80 cents like i want all of it i want all of it i want to see all of it i want receipts i want to talk to color pop myself i want to know about the status of our collaboration i want to know how much units we've sold what do i have to do what's the plan how are we getting more units so if you collaborated with color pop and found out the numbers yourself you could have pushed and pushed and got some more knocked it at the park and you lo and behold you took the word of this nigga who told you that y'all did i and wasn't successful and you had the biggest color pop collaboration and had no idea you sitting there high with Christina Milian and had no, oh, Lisa, got, I got $300,000, girl. You know, like, bitch. I'm sorry. <sighs> there I go. I didn't. Let me get off this girl. Because, like, <sighs> come on. Like, y'all got to do better. Y'all got to wake up. You wake up. Wake up. Wake up. It's time to wake up, girls. Like, I don't give a damn what you do. You don't have to be Karuchi. You can have your own little business, you know, your own little thing. Shit, if you're a, the opener at fucking Wendy's, bitch, you need to know what the fuck is going on with your money. Check your paychecks. Um, check your pay stubs. Check every motherfucking thing. Like, how how can you sit there? If you run anything, if you if you run your motherfucking mouth, bitch, check, you know what I mean? Like, check your stat. Like, I don't know. How are you sitting there not trusting some random man you met four or five years ago? And trusting him with millions of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars. You know what I'm saying? And expect for him to do right. I don't give a fuck who he managed. I don't give a fuck who he was with, what he was going on. Because obviously, girl, you dingy. And like, girl, please. Now you're you going to spend more than a million dollars on this lawsuit. You know what I'm saying? So in reality, like, come on. He can't afford a lawyer, girl. You might have to eat that up, Carucci, Miss Carucci. Call ColourPop yourself. Start an email thread. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Like, girl, oh, like, I wouldn't have, baby, baby, baby. Like, I would have had to get that money off, off the streets. Like, girl, I would have met that nigga. You know, you, he know where you live. You know where he live. Girl, I would have got that money off of something. Shit. Anyway. And I love Karuchi. I just feel like people think I be reading people. And I don't. Like, I'm just being for real. Like, I'm just keeping it a buck. I'm keeping it a thousand. I'm keeping it a million, trillion, billion, bitch. Like, I don't know. I'm keeping it a million, billion, trillion. But, you know, like, I, I think, especially when it comes to things of money. Like, even a story with Tony Braxton. Like, I side-eyed Tony Braxton. Like, girl, it's your money. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, if you don't do anything else, girl, check, count your purse. You know what I mean? Like, you, but the girls don't be doing it for the right reasons. Like, 
girl you gotta pay your motherfucking bills you gotta have a lifestyle at the end of this all you can't be cute forever you you gotta pay some bills eventually and you're gonna have to have some money to do it and you have one of the most successful color pop and uh, ventures and didn't and had nothing to show for it three hundred thousand dollars And then want to tell people that, like, and be telling people that I didn't look at the receipts. Come on. Before we go on to the next segment, which is our spotlight, our musical spotlight artist segment, where we discuss, like, um, music history, um, album concepts, um, ideas, um, you know, and sometimes we look back on artists' careers or maybe like a where are they now type of thing. I want to know why the fuck can y'all not let J-Lo make it? Y'all completely played her during this inauguration. I said in January, I told y'all we were going to give her a whole new slate this year. Like, she did some questionable things last year. But it's Jenny from the motherfucking block. Like... She gave us some, I think those are some of her best vocals that she's ever given us today. I, I loved J-Lo up there. I love what J-Lo stands for. I love what J, I said it time and time again. I love what J-Lo represents. Why do y'all give her so much grief? Why? Like, in this Beyonce world, why do y'all give J-Lo so much fucking grief? There would be no Beyonce world without a J-Lo. It's a J-Lo world before it was a Beyonce world. Like, Let's get it over. Let's talk about it. Get over it. Like, people give J-Lo so much fucking grief. And it drives me up the wall. Like, you know, this is what we're going to talk about. <laughs> I'm going to set it all out there. I talked about J-Lo before. Uh, we, more the, we discussed her um, beauty line in the previous segment. But I want to discuss her, her musical career. Let's do it. Let's scratch. <laughs> I was going to talk about someone else, but we can wait. People like to talk about her influence on Latinas, which is huge. She's such an important figure. Like, she's just an important figure. Like, being there, a representation, a great representation of the room. I feel like she's just as important, like Beyonce is, for black women. That that figurehead that one person that i'm sure she's not the best representation or you know an only representation just like beyonce but that is the point is that this is a woman who has jennifer lopez like it's fucking jennifer lopez bitch like she built that name from the ground up a 51 year old woman. She has been working since the eighties, the nineties, the two thousands and has pound the pavement. She was a fly girl for Christ's sakes. Like she was a fly girl. She's from the Bronx. She dug her way out from the Bronx. Now granted she's done a lot of questionable things, but so has your faith. So has your faith. So has your faith. All of them. Jennifer Lopez is the, Come on, let's give her her hands. Let's, women, she made women of color, um, you know, she, not just Latin women, black women want to be like J-Lo. She is fly as fuck. Musically, Jennifer Lopez has hits. She has hits and she still keeps making hits. 
Without question, Lopez transformed Hollywood's perception of Latino people in contemporary culture. But of course, there are several trailblazers who paved the way. Before Lopez, representation of Latin people on television was essentially limited to Carmen Miranda in the 1930s and 40s. And in the 50s, there was Desi Arnaz and I Love Lucy. Next came 70s comedian Freddie Prince, and in the 80s, Saved by the Bell star Mario Lopez. But between 1995 and 2004, say less than 1% of the stories in film and television were about Latinos, and most of the stories focused on illegal immigration and crime, according to a report by the University of Pittsburgh. Today, the number of speaking roles by Latino in films and television has increased just slightly to 5.8%, suggest researchers from the Media Diversity and Social Change Initiative at USC's Annenberg School of Communication and Journalism. Despite how slowly those numbers are rising, representation for Latin and popular culture is indeed growing, and much of that is to thanks to the influence of Jennifer Lopez over the past three decades. Many were first introduced to J-Lo, as she w- would later become known as, during her stint as a dancer in the sketch comedy show In Living Color during its 1990-1994 run. Later, she would descend upon box office thanks to her starring role in the 1997 biopic Selena, which earned nearly $12 million its opening weekend, and the first contemporary feature film that caused Hollywood to sit up and pay attention to our box office power as Latinos. And for many Latinas, like the article, like the, like the author of this article, growing up in the 90s and early 2000s, Lopez was the first famous Latina in mainstream media they knew. And she's since continued to blaze that trail for them. She's a change agent, having given visibility to our culture and our people through the massive media empire she's created that sees the spotlight shine on her cultural pride, her work, her talent, and her drive, says Isabel Gonzalez Whitaker, a Latina author and journalist who has interviewed, has been, who's interviewed Lopez for In Style and Harper's Bazaar. One of the few other Latinos that popped up in the film and TV during the 90s, in addition to the aforementioned Mario Lopez and Saved by the Bell, I have to give other shout-outs to Wilson Cruz in My So-Called Life, Tatiana Ali and the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, John Lingua. Did you know she was Latino? Child. John, um, like, I can never say his last name, Leguizamo. That's right. And Lauren Velez in New York Undercover. I love her. Jennifer Lopez became the quintessential example of Latina star. You only have to look at her record-breaking sales on her Las Vegas show, like record-breaking sales on her Las Vegas residency show, to see the heights of that she's climbed since those days in living color. But long before she's earning millions, Lopez was making waves as one of the most, only Latinas in 1997 Oscars red carpet. And from then, it was up. It was up. I don't know. And her album, her musical, like, let's run it down. Okay, so we know her as an art, I mean, a, a movie star. But I want to talk about Jennifer Lopez's impact in music. Okay, from her album On the Six, second album, which On the Six was released in 1999, the J Lo album in 2001, This Is Me Then, which is my favorite J Lo album in 2002, Rebirth in 2005, Kumwa Onya Murhead which translates, I think I said it right, Mujer, which translates to uh, um, oh, as, as a woman loves, or how does it say, what's the real translation, or the way a woman loves? 
Anyway, I'm learning Spanish. I don't know at all, but I know that that's, I think that's the translation. <laughs> anyway, that was dropped in 2007, Brave in 2007, Love 2011, and AKA in 2014. Now, Love, you know, it was lackluster. She, now, one thing I will say is that she is a decent sales person. Like when it comes to the chart, but I think JLo truly loves music and she released on the floor for Christ's sakes on the floor, on the floor, dance the night awake, dance the night awake, I can't really sing right now. I'm not feeling well. But On the Floor was huge. Like On the Floor was a huge song. It's like one of the best-selling singles by a female artist. Um 8.4 million copies like worldwide in 2011. That's a huge deal. Like let's 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 run it down. Like let's since y'all acting like y'all don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Like Jennifer Lopez has um I'm real. Um Adrenalina, act, ain't, ain't it funny? Which, you know, um, you know, Shanti. Um, ain't, ain't your mom? Oh, well, she did still vocals from Megan Trainer. Um, all I have, which I, all her, I think that was all her. If she don't gotta do nothing else, if she did all I have, all my pride is on my head. Booty with Pitbull, that was all her. Have you seen her on a dance floor? She got the boom, shake the boom. That's the <laughs> control myself with LL Cool J. Dance again. I wanna dance and love and that do it well. Here's a thing. I was minding my benedict, feeling so good, which is one of my favorite Jennifer Lopez song. Party on tonight, everything will be alright, DJ. Um, first love, I love first love. Fresh out the oven is one of my favorite songs. Y'all probably don't know that one. Get right, girls. I love girls. By Jennifer Lopez going in with Florida, good hit. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Jennifer Lopez's music. Hold it, don't drop it. Hold you down with Fat Joe. Baby, you don't know what that, that means to me. I'm going to be all right. Oh, yes. The Trackmasters remix. Come on. Do -dum 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 -dum. Do -dum -dum. Do -dum -dum. Do -dum -dum. Do -dum -dum. If you have my love, oh, was she stole from Shantae Moore? But I mean, your fave steals music too. But not not vocal moments. But Jenny from the Block, come on, live it up. Let's get loud. Let's get loud. <laughs> Let's get loud. <laughs> well, you know, y'all can say what you want about. Jennifer Lopez is amazing. And one thing I love about Jennifer Lopez, the reason why I love the Love is um, This Is Me Then album, which is a highlight for me, I, I love 
that was one of my favorite early 2000s albums because I think it really showed one thing that African-Americans and Latinos and Hispanics um, have in common is a love for old school music. You know, they really love that old school feel. And that one thing, that to me was her bringing that to the forefront. The sampling um, from the album, the songs, I feel like these are songs that she listened up in her kitchen and we listened to her in our kitchen. That's why I love it. It was like, to me, people want to talk like J-Lo just steals from the culture, but black culture isn't a part of a Latin culture too. We somewhat share a culture and a lot of things, especially when it comes to the hood and like the little things that we picked up in the hood, like from the Bronx where she's from. I'm sure she dealt with the same things or saw the similar things that we dealt with when we're from the hood where I'm from. Well, I'm, I'm from Pearl, Stankin Rankin, but I wasn't always there. I was, you know, raised in the hood. I have hood family. I have members that still family members are still in the hood. You know, the same culture with the same um, aesthetics, um, the same nuances, the same ideas and ideologies and family issues and family drama. And it's the same music. It's, music is the soundtrack for that. And that's why I was so taken aback that people felt some type of way about her performing for the Motown. Hispanic people love Motown too, just as much. I felt like I would rather see her up there than some, you know, you know. And she did well. She, You could tell she's learned from our culture. Um, it, it's, it's an extension. Like, I felt like, I don't know. I feel like that's something that we have, like, a, like you know, a shoulder bump moment. You know, when you're with your friend and you're like, girl, hell yeah. You know, like the little, that's what I feel like Latin people and Hispanic people and black people have in common. You know what I mean? Like music, we and the culture. There's a lot of culture that we have in common, a lot of culture that we share. And that's just not ours that we actually share with the Latin community. And I feel like J-Lo is a representation of that. That's why, you know, she is a huge deal to the Latin community um, as far as representation. But also for us, because there's a lot of things that she did. Even her body, her build is a woman of color. She's a woman of color. She represents it and she represents us well. Even though sometimes I, I don't like some of the things she does in her, movie, her, her makeup and her movies. That's why I've always, people like her as an actress. I like her as an artist because I feel like that's more Jennifer, like J-Lo. J I like J-Lo. I don't like, I don't, Jennifer Lopez kind of does a lot of questionable things to me. J-Lo, the Negrita de la Bronx, that's my bitch. I like her. I fucks with her. Like, I like her. And I feel like people need to start putting respect on Jennifer Lopez's name, especially when it comes to music. She has hits. Hits. That we know. as And from she has a hood pass. I mean, like, let's, we have to keep it real. Like, these are songs that we were bumping for decades now. Like, these are songs that we play and we love Jennifer Lopez. We... She is our body goals. She is our faves goals. Our fashion goals. She put on... Like, she was a color girl in these Versace gowns and showing them how to wear it like a girl from the hood. You know, doing it with a chunk, like the, the bamboo. It, she was just like Mary J. Blige. Like, you know what I mean? Girls from the motherfucking hood. Girl, we got in this Versace outfits and all this, that, and the third. Diddy threw her that, you know, that Versace. And people keep wanting to play about this jungle gown. But that was, she created Google Images for fuck's sake. Like, come on. Like, Google Images was created because of her. 
They want to see her in that gown. That's a big motherfucking deal. What the fuck is your fave created that was new? Not a bitch ass thing. Nothing. Nothing was created because of your fa- your fave. Nothing. 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 Not a damn thing. Not a cereal box. Not a fucking uh, gallon of milk. Nothing was created because your fan existed. The fact that this bitch wore an outfit created and changed the world forever. Why do y'all sleep on that? Like that's why do y'all shit on her? Like that's not a big deal. Vocally, she's not the supreme. She's not. She's not. But she's in the coven. No, she's not in the coven. But she's 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 over there. She's fun, you know. It's a nice beat. I like the the beat. You know what I mean? Like Jennifer Lopez puts together some arrangements and shit. If she if it's not, how would you know? Most of her vocals are borrowed. From Ashanti or Christina Milian. So there's that. I feel like musically together, I feel like she needs to put some respect on Jennifer Lopez's name. Sure. Not I nah, 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 don't get me twisted. You know, don't I ain't saying let's get a bitch a Grammy, but I'm saying Jennifer Lopez has hits. She's got joints, and she deserved to be at that inauguration today. Jennifer Lopez was as a is and important she is an important american figure i feel like she needs to be in the fucking smithsonian by her motherfucking self just sitting there i'm trying to break out of the motherfucking thing like you know what i mean like i'm fucking jennifer lopez like if she says i'm fucking jennifer lopez that she's fucking jennifer lopez that's that let's do what we got to do you know what i mean like I feel like Jennifer Lopez could start in every conversation with I'm fucking Jennifer Lopez. Like, I mean, it's Jennifer fucking Lopez. It's J-Lo. It's J-Lo. And don't y'all fucking forget it. Don't y'all forget it. Don't let this Twitter shit get y'all confused and tossed up. That is fucking Jennifer Lopez, bitch. And she deserves respect. She's earned it. Give her her tens. Let's stop. Let's, Let's cut the bullshit. Let's cut the bullshit. It's Jennifer fucking Lopez. $400 million in a motherfucking bank, bitch, that we know of. And, and it's just growing. It's just swelling. She did it on her own. Her own. Her own. Her own. She didn't need no nigga to help her do it. You know what I mean? Like, she did it. This New Yorkian girl, she she got out the motherfucking Bronx and got it on her. That's, and she did great music. Jennifer Lopez makes really, really great music. You know, it ain't, you're not about to get no great vocal moments from it, but Jennifer Lopez does great music. Take it. She ain't never said she was a vocals, vocalist. You know what I mean? Take it. I just felt like I have to say that. Jennifer Lopez is in the spotlight. I want to do a really, really good thorough I, pro- I don't ever want to talk about Jennifer Lopez in the music spotlight ever again, actually. I don't. But Jennifer Lopez, girl, you get a, for the inauguration today, you get a, um, you did I right, girl. You get, you girl, you can go, you can sleep tonight. No, and you did the damn thing. And I'm sure she will. You know where she's sleeping? In her fucking million dollar mansion. All right, let's move on to the love and relationship and sex segment. Love, relationship, and sex segment. Before we do, 
Make sure you follow, subscribe, like, rate, and review this podcast. I don't do it for my health, child. And this is a JLo Stan account. So, I, I mean, I just am just so crazy. Like, to me, that drives me up the wall. Like, if something happened to Jennifer Love, that's how I look at people. Like, when I think about artists and I think about, okay, if something happened to them today, what would their legacy be? Would it be impactful? Would it be? And it would. Jennifer Love, the world would stop. Fashion, music, film, this every she has not changed anything that nothing like she has not not changed anything that she's been a part of. Let's give this bitch some respect. But anyway, love and re- love relationship and sex. Okay, so dating apps are around, and they're not going anywhere. I actually, I didn't even really think about it. I have not met a guy like like gone on a date without a dating app it's probably like if I (laughs) this is gonna make me sound like a hoe and I'm not y'all I mean if I meet like in a year if I go on like I don't go on a lot of dates actually if I go on like 10 dates in a year maybe one of them is from an organic experience that didn't involve a dating app and I don't know when that happened like I don't know when it happened where I was like I went from literally never doing anything but like looking on apps and then to just being like you know hey how are HRU you know what's up you know blah 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 want to meet Friday yeah let's go get pizza you know blah 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 like I don't know when that happened but there is a, I didn't realize that there were so many different ways that we were using dating apps. And it could go, of course, to one of my favorite things, astrology. It all goes by your sign. And thanks to cosmopolitan.com, we're going to go through how you should be using dating apps by your zodiac sign. All right. Of course, you can look at this as a, with the link in the description box, as usual. It's Tia. It's dear for you if we don't say your name. I'm just going to go through a few of them. The ones, of course, that are in my life, the ones I'm thinking about, my closest inner circle. So let's start with um, Taurus. Taurus. Ask what they care about. Tauruses are strong in mind, body, and spirit. You prefer harmony and peace in your life and relationships. When you say you're not looking for drama, you actually mean it. When messages messaging new mes- matches, share your values and acts about theirs. Yep, that means you can go ahead and talk politics, sex, religion, all those stupid no-nos. Dating isn't just about chemistry for you. It's also about finding someone who shares your perspective. Once you found someone who wants to change the world, it's just as much as you do, you're in. Okay, Cancer. Ask them how they're feeling. Cancer, you're the one of the most sensitive zodiac signs. You fall hard and fast, and you don't really do quote-unquote casual. When using dating apps, pay attention to how your matches talk about their feelings, or if they even do. If they're cold and unable to be vulnerable, it's not going to work out. You don't need to discuss your deepest secrets or cry together, at least not on the first date, but your matches need to be able to use the word, I feel. If someone barely has opinions about anything, they aren't for you. 
Okay, Leo. Leo, stop looking for the perfect match. Leo, you crave romance. You love being in love and your dream is to be a part of a power couple. However, you can be super critical of your potential matches. You deserve someone who shares your love of all night dance parties and will happily take 10,000 photos of you for your Instagram. But when you don't give some people a chance, you could actually be missing out. Focus on finding people with similar interests rather than the ones with the best picks. It'll be more fun, and you can teach them how to find their angles later. Okay. Mm. Scorpio, take it slow. Scorpios are passionate as fuck because you're co-ruled by the planet mars sex and aggression and pluto intensity you're deeply invested into your relationships and lbr sexual let's be real sexual chemistry is important to you when you find someone you're into you're ready to dtr about five minutes in what is dtr do the do the do the rump (laughs) but we actually suggest that you slow it down enjoy the flirtation go on some casual dates let the connection unfold that way you'll actually get to know them and decide if you're actually into them okay Sagittarius send weird memes humor is hella important to you Sag you need to laugh otherwise life feels kind of blah you're often the entertainer but you need to find someone who can make you laugh too you tend to fall for people who are hot as fuck but they don't have a great sense of humor you'll get bored quickly whether you have a similar taste in memes or they can record you the funniest new tv shows or recommend the funniest tv shows they've got to keep you on your toes test the water by sharing the weirdest tweets tiktok or meme with them and ask if they get it capricorn treat dating like a job Capricorn, you love love, but sometimes you actually forget to make time for it. You can get consumed by your work life and other responsibilities, and online dating feels like a chore. So go ahead and approach dating like a job. After all, you're really good at your job. Be clear in your intentions and treat potential matches profiles like their resumes. Go ahead and weed out any other people who don't meet your criteria, and you'll find someone who keeps you interested. Okay, that was me. If I didn't read your sign, um, click the link in the description box, of course, again. And um, that's our show. I, You know, I feel like I use Tinder like a game. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I just feel like it's just so fun to go through. Like, I hardly even think about meeting these motherfuckers ever. Is that horrible? Like, I just go through and I'm like, mm. click, 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 click. You know, he's cute. He's cute. He's not. He's not. Oh, what the fuck is he wearing? Ew, I hate that outfit. You know, <laughs> but I'm a Leo Sagittarius uh, Capricorn. My moon, um, my sun is in Capricorn. My moon is in Sagittarius and my ascending is in Leo. So I got all kind of shit going on. So I actually, the, all of that, all three of those actually hit me like a ton of bricks. So, you know, I am looking for my power couple partner you know someone who knows my angles really well who knows how to take a photo of me um someone who is funny someone who we're ready to make money with me are you there are you listening are you out there 
Y'all don't forget to tweet me about the show. Um, Twitter, um, let me know what you think. Twitter.com slash Carmine Davis. Instagram.com slash Carmine Davis or Instagram.com slash Carmine Davis show. Email me at show at Carmine Davis.com. Carmine Davis uh, show at gmail. I mean at gmail.com. Um, I love right, talking to y'all all week. Like it's actually very fun. Um, very fun and interactive. And that's the show again. I love y'all. I will see y'all next week. And y'all stay beautiful. Bye.